There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your favorite recipe, substitution, or ingredient hack. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, what is your favorite recipe, substitution, or ingredient hack? Um, do you want to know why I'm asking? Why are you asking? Thank you. I came across this hilarious onion headline yesterday, um, and it just made me giggle because it was so true. As many of the onion headlines are, uh, the headline was every ingredient and recipe substituted to avoid trip to the store. And I was like, I know how that goes. Yeah. When I wants to like, oh, man, when it's either that I'm too lazy because I, you know, just got home from work, just took off my shoes, just put my house pants on. And I just am like, I don't want to go out again. Or it's super cold like it was last night. And I realize, oh, shoot, I don't have an ingredient. I got to figure this out. 651-641-1071. What's your favorite recipe substitution or ingredient hack? Uh, we do have phone calls. Would Let's you like to go them. straight to the phones? Yeah. Let's go to Tina. Hello, Tina. Hi, Tina. Tina, what's your favorite recipe substitution or ingredient hack? Hey, guys. Um, first off, you guys like make me laugh every single day. And I, mm. I, I thank you for that. Thank um, you for listening. You're welcome. I, I have, I have, I'm going to do Two quick ones. So when I make soup, I use chicken, vegetables, and uh, beef broth for soup. It comes together very good if you if you happen to have that on hand. Yeah. The other thing is when, because I'm talking about winter stuff, mm-hmm. um, spicy V8 juice is a great. Uh, substitute for tomato sauce and chili. Oh, oh. oh that makes sense. Spicy V8 juice. That makes super good sense, Tina. It, Thank it you. Spi- and it's not spicy. Yeah. But it, yeah. It gives it such good flavor. Sure. A nice little zip. Yep, that's what I have. I love that, Tina. Thank you for Thanks, your call. Thanks, Tina. Um, I might just use that. L- let's go to Liz. Liz, what is your favorite recipe substitution or ingredient hack? Hi, Liz. So, I love a quick and easy lemon bar, which is just lemon pie filling and angel food cake mix. Just oh. the two great, light, quick and easy lemon bars. So you're, how do you do, so is the cake mix the, the crust? It, you, no, you mix the two together. You literally take the two ingredients, mix them together and bake them, and you come up with lemon bars. Oh my God, I had no Stop idea. right now. And they are the most moist. They're a little more dense in some ways, but they're delicious and two ingredients. And my neighbor... 
is a former, he used to work at General Mills as a food scientist, so he's the one who's taught me all these great angel food cake with almost any pie filling. Just the two things make the bar. Stop it. Well, that is something I think people are going to hear and run with. That is super exciting. What if, what if you did, like, pumpkin pie mix? Uh, you would. You'd make great yeah. pumpkin pie bars. Okay, guess what I'm going to try later, Liz. Thank you. That's have a great day. That's nifty. Yeah, have a I good no, day. I had no clue. I've never heard that before. Neither have I. Uh, so it's interesting because um, I I didn't have to do it last night, but earlier this week I had a moment where I was like, I was making something that called for Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, good luck. There's There was a supply chain issue for a while. It was hard to come by. Right? And that is like a hit or miss thing. Like sometimes I'm like, do we even have that? Um, but do you know that you can just make that? How did you make it? Okay, so you do need to... Now, I'm going to tell you about all the ingredients it takes, and you're going to go, but wouldn't it be easier to just have Worcestershire sauce? Yeah. But the truth is, you probably have a lot of the ingredients already on hand. So it is apple cider vinegar, which we almost always have at our house. Yeah. Uh, Soy sauce, which I had just used the night before, so I was good. Water, brown sugar... Ground ginger, mustard powder, onion powder, garlic powder, cinnamon, and black pepper. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. So, like, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're like, I don't have you that. You can DIY some Wooster. You can totally sauce. DIY the Wooster. And then, I also had this happen recently where I was I needed uh, powdered sugar. And I will do, you guys, this is how desperate I will get. Like, I will, I will Google how to make something at home and try to figure it out before I will just put my damn shoes on and yeah. drive the less than a mile to the gro- the neighborhood grocery store. Yeah. Well, also, you know, like something with powdered sugar, if you can make it easier at home, yeah. Um, just use the sugar you have and then you don't need to like buy powdered sugar. Because you know like powdered... how often do you use powdered sugar in your right, house? Never. Do you yeah. know what powdered sugar is? I kind of do only because I watched an unwrapped video. Right. It's, just sugar and cornstarch. That's all it is. And blend that stuff up. It's like one teaspoon of cornstarch to one cup of sugar. So however Did much you, you put need, it in your blender, or you like... just blend that stuff. Oh, okay, it's so easy. Yeah, now I've had some misses too. There have been times where I've just done dumb things, like used almond extract instead of vanilla extract, and that just didn't go well. But I don't feel like that's a huge problem, though. It wasn't, but it just you know I don't know. We also have a family member who has a. A tree nut allergy, so the almond extract is not a great idea mm. for that particular family member. However, it's not terrible. It's just not. It just it gives it a whole different flavor. Um, I've made homemade ricotta, Bradley. Yeah. You're the one that gave me that hot tip. Well, and it came from Mary's Nest. Yep. She will DIY anything. Well, and that's the thing is that okay, especially with like supply chain issues. I mean, the other day I made chicken noodle soup. I thought I had egg noodles. In the cupboard? Yeah. I did not. So you just made your own? I just made my own. See? It's so easy. Keep a jar of better than bouillon around. Oh, it can, I love that stuff. It can do all kinds of stuff. Because yeah, that can, stuff yeah. is just like flavor enhancer. Mm-hmm. Like you have, add that to when you're making rice, yeah. couscous. Do you know what I did last night? Do tell. I had an extra envelope of onion soup mix because I bought some to make dip mm-hmm. for the holiday. And I was like, what am I going to do? Because I'm not making soup. And I'm certainly not buying another tub of sour cream because it's we're yeah. done with that. Mm-hmm. So That's I just you I just made couscous and that was the flavoring for the couscous. Ooh, that was smart. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah, it's always good to have those little envelopes of flavor yes. around. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, you can also throw that in with a pot roast. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Enough with the Team Cobra cooking tips. But I will say that Mary's Nest uh Mary'sNest.com. Yeah, Mary's or Nest. Dot, whatever. Mary's, Mary's Nest is the best website. Mary'sNest.com. Because you will find out you can do so many things. And I'm the kind of person I like to see, not read. And she does a YouTube channel and she'll like walk you through everything. So I just, I actually just this last weekend finished my putting away my apple cider vinegar I made this year and it was the easiest thing ever. And you should never pay for apple cider vinegar if you buy apples on a regular basis. Also, Bradley, you can make worsties. You can make your worsties. Worsties. Hit up the Googs and you can make your worsties. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I know we talked earlier about um, pandemic viewing, television viewing. Yeah. Well, there's another show that has now come back and premiered and it has kind of an interesting pandemic arc. That I would like to share with you. It's The Amazing Race. And I'm not watching it, but I just might uh, for one very specific reason. We'll talk about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, there's an old show that's back on television. Uh, and uh, it has an interesting kind of engagement with the pandemic. This is The Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainor. Hi. Bradley, do you remember when we used to love The Amazing Race? Oh, yeah. Like, we used to be appointment viewers of The Amazing Race. We talked about... It is a fun watch. We had talked about auditioning to be on The Amazing Race. Uh, We never did. And... um, Yes. We would have gotten lost somewhere in the world. Uh, True. This is a fact. Also, I never wanted to do, like, the... uh, you know, somebody inevitably has to jump out of an airplane, and yeah, I just... you wouldn't have been... It wouldn't have been good. We wouldn't have been a great uh, fit with that. Anyway, but, so, apparently, it the new season premiered last night. And what is interesting about this new season of The Amazing Race is that it started filming in early 2020. So... Oh, God. So before the pandemic. Exactly. Or I should say before the pandemic was widely uh, dispersed across the globe. Exactly. So um, they started... They started... Uh, it was partially filmed before the sh- the shutdowns occurred, before, you know, uh, COVID was widespread. Yep. Um, and they did not reshoot that part of it. So, oh. So what's interesting about it is... At the beginning, um, Phil, who's the host, basically is like, hey, so here's what's going on. Uh, this episode was filmed before the outbreak of COVID-19. Um, at the end of the third leg of this episode, of this series, we were forced to pause filming. So apparently, uh, and then they went back and refilmed the rest of it. So you'll get like a halfsies, a half and half experience where you will watch a part of the amazing race in the world that we knew or what we would call like the before times. Oh God, so weird. It is really weird. And that's actually one of the, the things that fans are reacting to. Um, and I just think it is an interesting sort of ex- exploration of kind of the grief that we're all feeling that nobody wants to talk about. Um, that the world is a different place now. 
I I mean, I will admit that, like, there are things I avoid watching because I'm like, oh, that's from before. And I don't know if I want to be confronted with the world as it was, which is just weird if you think about it. But at the same time, it's also very dependent on, like, my mood. So there are some times where I'm like, I would like to go back to the time before this all happened, mm-hmm. specifically because of that. And I certainly watch things all the time that aren't. Right. You know, that that are old and that were done long before the pandemic. But it's it's I think it's usually like, I don't know, anything that seems real, which is why I think a reality show like this would be hard to watch because it is so placed in the moment versus like if, if it's fiction, you know, there are plenty of television shows I've watched over the last year that were probably filmed in some form or fashion before or at the very beginning. Mm hmm. And they were not problematic for me to watch because it's not in your face. Right. Right. But like this one is in your face. I was going to say this seems like it would be right like right there. Yeah. And it's one of the things that I find to be most interesting about the season that makes me want to go back and watch the episode. Like, I actually feel like I want to run toward it Yeah. for a couple reasons. I think there's something about that um, aspect of watching um, people in a time where, you know, because we live in the future that they don't know what's about to happen, yeah. right? So there's like a there was like an innocence to that time, right? Like we even were just talking about this today about like early in 2020, how we were moving through the world, paying attention to the news, seeing what was going on uh, in Wuhan, and assuming that it was going to get to us at some point, and having very vivid and everybody has their own vivid memory of this, right? Like how you first confronted the reality of the fact if you did. Hopefully you have now confronted the reality of the fact that the pandemic is here. Confront the reality, whether you choose to like admit it or not is up to you, but exactly, but it's here, but everybody has this very specific memory of that moment of like, Oh, bleep. Yeah. We're in this now. Mm -hmm. And so there's something about, I don't know why I run toward this idea of watching these people run through the world, not knowing what's about to happen. And then they did for their safety. Um, and they, and they show this in, uh, the amazing race. Um, Phil, the host says right now, the world is dealing with coronavirus. in order to keep you safe. The best choice is to suspend the race. And so they suspend the race after the third leg and then they come back later and then we'll see. And then that's the other thing is I think seeing How much it later start- do we know? Uh, I don't know, actually. That's a really good question. Um, it had to have been fairly recently because it's just now airing. Um, but what I think is so interesting about that is the stark contrast of seeing literally in one episode the before times and then in the very next episode, I'm sure how they accommodate COVID in all the places. I mean, the amazing race is all over the world. Yeah, It's not just in the United States, right? So seeing how they incorporate how different places are living with that. Yeah, it's it, I feel like you watch if you watch and I like to watch news from around the world. If you watch news from around the world, it's so bizarre because nobody's dealing with things in the same way on the same time schedule. Oh, no or time scale. Like, it's just a weird it's a mind trip. It is a mind trip. Well, and I suppose it's one of those things where it's like when you're watching a television show, for example, Station Eleven. Yeah, there's always a curiosity about 
what happened before to the characters in order for them to be in that current spot. Right. So I think that there probably is some fascination watching The Amazing Race. Like, oh, I know how this story is living out in real time. Yes. Let's go back and see how the events unfolded. Yeah, that's the thing that that I'm intrigued by, is that going back and watching, knowing that we know what's about to happen, and the people who aren't characters, they're real human people, who we all were at one point, have no idea what's about to befall them. Well, and I also think that there's this weird human tendency to tr- look back and be like, oh, God, we were so dumb back then. Or we were so like, we just didn't see the obvious. And it's like, well, no, we actually, knew what we, we knew when we knew it. We only knew what we knew. And what we knew was we didn't know much. Right. And so we really had to be very you know, different than say today. So like we've learned a lot. Yep. Even though yeah. I don't know that we really have, but uh I don't know. Well when you know better, you do better. Yeah. But in a in a world like this mm-hmm. that we find ourselves, sometimes you learn lessons, but then you have to change like that changes. Because that's been right. the other like weird mind bleep of the last two years is like what worked yesterday might not work today. Right. Even though we're now just getting comfortable with that's changing. Thing? I yeah. mean, it's yeah. It's weird. This is just a small illustration of what how I weird think this everybody is. is going through. I feel like there will be uh there will be long like uh books about this experience and how it has affected us oh. people will psychologically. Spend their yes. lives. There will be people who study this. Well, yeah, I mean to think that anybody got out of the last two years unaffected. Yeah. I mean, that's whether you're lying or not to yourself you if you think that. Actually, got sick with the thing that sort of took the attention. The thing that shall not be named. Yeah, like, <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Everybody's been affected. Yeah. Some more than others. Um, well, I will let you guys know if I do end up watching The Amazing Race. I am intrigued, to say the least, of this uh, hybrid model yeah. they are presenting. And if you watched it, let us know. I will. When we come back, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. Doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We call these people crazy, stupid. Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say... That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Like... Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I want to take you specifically to North Wales, which is a suburb of Philly Delphi. Mm. And I want to tell you about a 29-year-old man who's behind bars on multiple charges that are criminal in nature after allegedly stealing $350 worth of stuff from a place. And it's not the place, the stuff, or the person. It's what he did it did it to do it and then how did he it did it more. kind of okay. yeah but basically it's it's less about the crime and more about the telling of the crime all right so uh tell us what you think this 29 year old stole and um i'll tell you okay. if you're right all right Okay. He, he stole three hundred fifty dollars worth of items from a Pennsylvania business. Three hundred fifty dollars of worth of um, exercise balls from 
a bar studio. You're not far off. Balls were involved. You said balls? Balls. Balls. Mm. Yeah. His balls. Oh. What? Uh, He showed his... (laughs) (laughs) Bools. No, he did not. Did he get him stuck in something? He wanted to. Oh. Oh. Okay. Was, I he, at the, was he at the hardware store and then close. Had, a, had a vice? I wouldn't call... I mean, a hardware store might be like a euphemism for the kind of store he was in. Oh, uh, was it a Schmeck's toy store? Yes. Oh. Okay. So, 29-year-old Jacob McFarland went to the Adult World Emporium in North Wales. He walked out with a pair of... By the way, can I just say, I love that in North Wales, it's called the Adult World Emporium. Adult World Emporium. It sounds so fancy. Right? We don't Um, use that word very much here. No, but we should. Emporium. Um, So he walked out of the Emporium with a pair of silverware polishers. Let's call them that. All right. Sounds good. A $95.99 schmleshlight. <laughs> and a two hundred and fifty dollar schmato blow. What? Wow! Wow! Schmato blow. Wow! I think that's what he was saying, <laughs> or wanted to. Um, just take the schma off the auto blow, honey. Yeah. Oh wait, I just did. <laughs> so- <laughs> now you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so he walked out of there with those two things. But that's not what earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Okay. It was the thought that he had that he could get away with this. And why, like, he did something that there, like, just made it so obvious that he was going to get caught. Um, he was using them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably it was the first time they've seen that. <laughs> I in feel the like store. that'd be really obvious. That'd be, hey, uh, taking it for a test drive. Not yours. I please. thought it said try me. <laughs> yeah, this is, is not this a bottle. Sample? This is not a bottle of Neutrogena. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, in fact, he walked in, grabbed the items, left. The worker was like, "Well, this is an easy job." I think that's what he was thinking. <laughs> Because, I'll just tell you, because Mr. McFarland had been there last week to apply for a job. Oh, dude. uh, And, but wait, there's there's more. more. He was hoping for a discount. He took the five finger kind. Well, fingers were involved Uh because a, a worker confronted him in the store's parking lot when Mr. McFarland pulled something out of his pants. Oh, Oh! And attempted to stab the worker. With his wiener? No, like an actual Oh, wife. okay. Whoa. Oh. What was that? <laughs> that was not it. That was not, that was not a, a knife. A stab sound. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so like, don't you think maybe try to steal from a place you didn't just apply for a job? I feel like that is of a theme that we have had on Crazy Stupid Idiots. Also, in the past. these must be some like significant items because how many times have we read stories about people stealing these things? Yeah, well, I mean, again, I guess Schmeck's toys in general. I think that he probably was looking for a cheap way to, you know, get stuff, get business taken care of, uh, and thought he could, like I said, get a discount if he just applied for a job there. Oh, the Schmato blow has ten speeds. 
Also, it's how much? $300? $250. That's, that's a... It plugs into the wall and uses artificial intelligence. I don't, I mean, it really doesn't need to be that complicated, you guys. This is yeah. why I, I think this is... Anyway. Okay. DIY. Uh, be careful, because I don't want you to end up yeah, in the emergency room. that happens. Ooh. Why didn't you just put it in the socket? <laughs> I'm just saying you got to be careful what you're what you're DIYing. What you're wying. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I literally DIY <laughs> with oh, yourself. That's just, I see what you mean. That's okay. just DYing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D. Ding. Why? Yeah. Ding. Why? <laughs> All right. Fun. Um. What happened to him? Uh, his wiener fell off. <laughs> oh. Okay. No. Well, no. He went to jail. All right. Good. Well, I'm Bye. sure he'll get a lot of activity there. Um. All right, this one goes out to TikTok. I am I apologize in advance. Okay. No, I don't. Oh. No, I don't. I was going to apologize in advance to anybody who took part in this particular uh TikTok trend, but I realized I'm not going to apologize cuz it I think that this is horrible and I think any time you tease children in this way, it's like potentially harmful. There is a TikTok trend where parents pretend to smear schmeeces on their children. I know your face is exactly how I, it's horrible. What? So the premise goes like this, like a parent will be in the restroom and they'll be like, Hey child, come here. I need a roll of toilet paper. Can you bring me a roll of toilet paper? And then when they go to reach for the toilet paper, they will smear some sort of substance, likely like Nutella or chocolate or peanut butter of some sort on the child. And then they'll go, oops. (laughs) Um, And they take video of it while the kids have a traumatic response to thinking their parents just smeared poo on them. This is like that thing that where they steal candy from kids. I don't like this. I agree. Why would you first of all, who thought doing it to kids? I mean, what's supposed to happen? What are the kids supposed to do? They they freak out like you then, would if somebody smeared poo on but you. But like why wouldn't you do that with an adult versus a child because, specifically? Because people for some reason think it's hilarious to see defenseless children Okay, well, people are trash, so flipping don't out do that. about having their that, parent smear poo on them. That said, I would be all here if it was like you, you know, your partner. Well, I will say one lady did it to her grandma, which I can't. Don't even... do that to no lady. <laughs> punch up. You don't punch down. I just can't. I'm having a hard time with the world you live in. That you're sitting on the pot and calling your grandmother hey. in to bring you a granny teepee as some... a grown and adult. Then you swipe. Yes. Uh, Nutella on her, on her. hand. I'm, and then you go, ha ha, it's poop. Yeah. I, I mean, no, this is dumb. It's so bad. <laughs> I hate dumb. it so much. Also, who doesn't check the toilet paper sitch before you sit down? That's you, live and learn, man. Live and learn. Well, everybody makes mistakes, but I just, I don't think we need to do that to children. Well, this is terrible. This yeah. is terrible. Also, don't fall for this. All right. Uh, where are we going? Last we are going least. to Baltimore, and I want to take you to the Department of Public Works, and I want to tell you about a guy who did something. Okay, what did he do? Well, a Public Works employee was arrested last week after he tried to steal an ATM. 
Which also, that just seems really yeah, like a lot of work. It's so inefficient. I mean... I just, I would not want to... I'd be like, there's an episode, we're not doing this. There's an episode of Breaking Bad about this. And I don't want to give anything away. But like, once you have the ATM... What are you going to do with it? How that? are you going to get in there and yeah, get all that you money? You got a sledgehammer? Yeah. I don't even feel like that would work. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kirk Parker Jr., no relation to... Kirk Parker Sr.? Well, oh, no, Ray Parker, Ray Parker Jr. Jr. Oh, okay, yeah. thank you. Ghostbusters. I think it's it's <laughs> anyway. Kirk Parker Jr., thirty six years young, was charged with second degree burglary, theft, and malicious destruction of property, and two counts of fourth degree burglary, and is being held without bond and doesn't have an attorney after he was arrested wow. last week trying to steal an ATM machine. Well, okay, fine, but that's not crazy stupid idiot status. There's a a part of this story. That uh, made it clear Mr. Parker Jr. was a crazy, stupid idiot. Would you like to guess what he did while in the commission of the crime of stealing of the ATM? And no, he didn't (laughs) take out his... (laughs) I was going to say he pooed. No, he did not poop and swipe. Um... I don't, I can't, I don't know. Well, remember, remember, I started this story by telling you that he was a Department of Public Works employee. So not only did he try to steal this ATM while on the job, he tried to do it in a city truck. Oh, you. He tried to steal an ATM in his company vehicle. Yeah, okay. That'll leave Registered to the city with the city emblem emblazoned on the Mm -hmm. front. Mm-hmm. That had likely been checked out by him, exactly at the City Works headquarters. Yeah. Also, that vehicle that he was in had been reported stolen. Oh. So he probably the assumption is that he didn't even ask for permission to use the vehicle to commit the crime that tied him right to the crime because mm-hmm. the vehicle was stolen. Identified by him. him. Yeah. Oh, bye. bye. Um, he's unemployed now, right? Yeah, he is. Okay. Well, I don't know about city jobs, but there's a hearing. Okay. And uh, he's going to be in big trouble. You're in big trouble, mister. Yeah. When don't we, steal an ATM. Don't do that. And don't for sure don't do it in a recognizable vehicle from your employer. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. What? After this on My Talk 1071.